Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. I've got Pastor Justin here, and I'm Pastor Josh, and we are continuing our mini-series on baptism. Yes. And today we're going to talk through what I think is probably the second most commonly asked question regarding baptism. Yes. At least question that we field in the church oftentimes down here in South Florida, and yeah. probably most churches across America, is, okay, what about my children? Yeah. You know, I'm raising my kids in the church, and they've got questions, um, and I don't really know how to communicate this with them. I don't know how yeah. to help them understand what baptism is, and maybe mm-hmm. even salvation in general. Maybe we need to yep. link those two things sure. together. And so give us some wisdom, Justin, on on how mm-hmm. you would talk through the gospel with your children, yeah. and then how you would help them understand what baptism is. Yeah. And then I think ultimately where we'd want to end up is how do we know when they're ready? Yeah. You know, do we want to hold them back at times? Do we mm-hmm. want to encourage them to do it? Like, good. what's the sweet spot? Because I feel like we could lean too far on on either side of those, yeah, those uh, of the aisle. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. In the previous episode, we talked through some of the different views on baptism mm-hmm. in terms of you know infant baptism for different reasons, uh, and then believer baptism. And uh, within the believer baptism camp. There's a there's some differences of opinion on yeah. how do you de- how do you deal with this? Yep. There's some that say hey not until they're an adult. Yeah, no they they not until you're over 18. They all but mandate that. Sure. But yeah, they'll say 18 plus yeah. only. And yeah. they have reasons for that and then there there are some mm-hmm. who have a different view. So, a couple of things, you know, I grew up in the church mm-hmm. and I'm also raising children in the church. Mm-hmm. So, I'm drawing on kind of both experiences. Our our oldest son is 7. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, we're having gospel conversations all the time. And from as young as I can remember him ever being and, and talking with us, we've been talking about Jesus. He's been praying to Jesus. Mm-hmm. He has a really sincere personal faith. He's had a couple of key moments where he had, you know, where, where we could see God at work in his heart and where the expression of his trust in Jesus as his Savior and Lord was evident. Mm. Um, but because he's grown up all of his life hearing the gospel, hearing the message of Jesus, and even with our four-year-old as well, um, Levi, just to try and mark out the one moment mm. of salvation, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to pinpoint. Yeah. Yep. Although we do believe at one point God opened up his heart. He had that initial moment of saving faith. Okay, so that's that's one thing. We're we're having conversations about Christ, about mm-hmm. the gospel, His need for a Savior regularly, uh, on a daily basis. We're talking through Scripture and praying together. Uh, and then the, I guess the question is, how do you know if they're ready for baptism? Mm-hmm. And by ready, uh, I think why why this word ready is at least a helpful category to think through is my experience growing up in the church, and I think your experience too is. We have seen people at times, young people, especially children, mm-hmm. are especially prone to this, get baptized for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. in ways that maybe were hard for the parents to see. And um, so I think this is an important conversation. Yeah. 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 I think sometimes kids are doing it to appease their parents. Yeah. They um, want to make mom and dad proud. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they see their friends doing it. Yep. Um, they see that people in their church, that's just what they do. Right. Um, and I think it's, probably for the same reason that you see the same kid going up and getting saved every year at summer camp. You know, it's, 
maybe they don't fully understand what they're doing. Um, yeah. Maybe it's it, it's not even it's not sincere. Yeah. You know, it's like I really mean it this time. Yeah, and yeah. they're not they're not grasping the gospel that they don't mm. need to do that. Um, but maybe it's guilt or shame on yeah. how that last year went. Maybe they fell back into things and they think that that's going to be the solution is doing it yeah. again. And I think they fall into that same trap with baptism. Yeah. You know, they, they think it's something they've got to do again. Yeah. You know, maybe they, they have that picture of baptism of, of water being baptized into the water. And they, and I've heard this before. I've heard kids communicate it to me this way, that it's a washing away of their sins. Right. Literally. And so yeah. they, it almost becomes a form of penance for them. Mm-hmm. They need to then be baptized. I mean, if we're, if we're believing that, then, they should be getting baptized every day, sure. <laughs> right? Um, right? Because that's now their sacrifice for their sins. Right. Um, so how how would you navigate that conversation? Yeah, and I, I sympathize with that. You know, that's there's language in the book of Acts where that's the that's the way baptism, there in, in the context of baptism, it says be baptized, wash away your sins. Mm-hmm. And what we would say is there's nothing uh, spiritual about the H2O in the baptismal tank. Um, there, there's nothing special about that particular water that has the capacity to wash our sins away. Mm-hmm. But baptism is a, uh, a symbol. We keep coming back to that word. Mm-hmm. It's an image of the purification that Jesus has done for us. Mm-hmm. We have been washed in the blood of the Lamb uh, through our faith in Him. Jesus being the Lamb of God, his, the one who offered up his life in our place. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking to kids about baptism as parents, we want to be sensitive to making sure that they are approaching it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. with the right motivations, and that they are doing so as an expression of their faith. So the things I'm looking for are, do they understand the gospel? Mm-hmm. Do they, do they understand how it is that they have a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Do they have an understanding of what Jesus did for them? And then second, I also want them to understand the significance of baptism, mm-hmm. what it is and what it isn't. Yeah. Uh, so those are two things intellectually I'm looking for. Third, we're also looking for, as parents, especially with young children, you know, I, I think of my young kids, it's very possible for a children in their head to have, you know, all these all this knowledge about the Bible, about Jesus, and that he died on the cross for their sins. Mm-hmm. But I think as a parent, you want to see those glimpses of their genuine, sincere faith mm. expressed. Yeah. Where their heart turns to God, where what they, they're children, so they're not going to be like, perf- they're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we have a, a theology that accounts for our sinfulness and our need for redemption and growth in Christ, sanctification. But you want to see pictures and glimpses of the Holy Spirit at work in their lives. Like they have this reflex to turn to God with their fears. They, they, they have a a life of prayer where they Mm -hmm. come to God and, and don't mistake these as conditions for salvation. I'm not saying that the fact that they turn to God means that they're, you're just seeing, they're getting saved because of their acts. It's more, that expression. Yeah. You're seeing signs of fruit. the Holy Spirit at work. It's fruit. That's yes. exactly it. So so you want to be watching for that to see if the gospel that they know intellectually and have been hearing, if they're being raised in the church mm-hmm. their whole lives, you want to see the fruit of that start to uh, be realized in their lives. 
And then the, the other thing that I just think this is more from the standpoint of, of here's some wisdom to consider. Uh, this is not gospel. Yeah. Um, but wisdom to consider is, is teach your kids about baptism. Um, tell them like what the scripture says. Actually, that is like, I would say that definitively. Yeah. Uh, but leave it to your child to prompt the decision yeah. to be baptized. Yeah. Um, it is possible for a parent to coach their child into getting baptized. And it, that is possible. And, um, you know, that can happen for the right reason. The child can make that. But sometimes what that leads to is the child doing that because mom and dad told them and they're seeing it as an obedience to mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And so what we would encourage as a, as a way to still disciple them is teach them about baptism. So when we have a baptism at church, bring them, yeah. pick them up from kids Let ministry. Like the way that we do baptisms at City Rev is typically after church service concludes outside or uh, in the in the fuge at the West Pines campus. Get your child from kids ministry, walk them over, let them see the baptismal, mm -hmm. stand with them, and then talk to them about what's happening and say, hey, this person put their faith in Jesus. And they're telling all of their church family that Jesus changed their life and yeah. they're going in the water just like Jesus died and was buried and they're going to be raised up out of the water just as Jesus rose from the dead. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. And and see what God does and, and, and if they say, hey, can I be baptized one day? Mm -hmm. That's That to me is a better way to start that than you as a parent putting your child in a position where they're like, uh, you know, yeah, it would you're, make you're mom almost, happy. You're almost leaning back on the, okay, I want to see fruit. I don't want to pressure them, but I want to teach yeah. them. So you're kind of, you're trying to stay in that middle ground, but almost leaning more towards letting it come from them than you yeah. prompting it. Yes. Um, just because you want to see the Holy Spirit at work. You want to see fruit in their life. Yeah. And you want to see that genuine desire. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't put them in positions to see baptism play out and see people celebrating them and seeing and help yeah. explain what's happening and why we're so happy for them and why yeah. we're celebrating. Yeah. That's a, it's great that you frame it like that. Cause there's, there is this, you know, in the last couple of generations, this view of parenting that the ideal parent, you know, doesn't want to impose their views on their child. So they kind of let the child figure right. that their own way out yep. on themselves. And that's not what we're saying. Yep. We're saying, teach your kids God's word. Mm -hmm. we're, we're saying, teach them the gospel. What we're, what we're cautioning against is coercing or overly persuading to uh, pressure a child into an expression of faith that they might not yet be ready to take mm -hmm. or not fully understand the significance of and uh to be to be prayerful about that and get counsel on that yeah. asking a pastor hey what what are you what are your thoughts and and we like to help parents make that decision with their child about baptism yeah uh, when when that child knows the gospel understands what baptism is has these their, their, their faith has been expressed in their life mm -hmm. and they are the ones who are ready and excited to say, I follow Jesus and I'm not ashamed yeah. and to declare that through baptism. Yeah. And, and I think as parents, you know, I've, I've got two little girls and I can already tell that the, the trap that we fall into, whether it be through fear or insecurity or 
whatever's going on in your heart. We, we want to be overbearing. We want to pressure them. We want to throw everything at them because we just, we want to see that in their life Mm -hmm. and we're afraid Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen if we don't try to make it happen. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just being patient Mm -hmm. and letting God work because ultimately he's the one that can change their heart. He's going to bear fruit in their lives. We can't manufacture that, but we just really so deeply want what's best for them. Yeah. Um, And so it's just kind of leaning back, being proactive in teaching. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm hearing you say. And I, and I think it's, it's brilliant, but you're leaning back also because you're, you know, it's ultimately not up to you. Correct. And that God's got his hand over your, your child or your children, Mm -hmm. and he's going to do a mighty work in their life. Like he did for your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And then the last thing I'd just add to that is when your child does get baptized as a family, make it a huge celebration. Yeah. Make it a huge deal. Make it a big deal. Right. We communicate so much to our kids about our priorities Mm -hmm. based on what we celebrate. So if your kid gets straight A's and he's in the third grade, mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. There's nothing. I hope my kid gets straight A's in the third grade. That's uh, wonderful. I, I mean, I don't know the last time someone asked for your third grade report card. Correct. In a job like interview. in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> so like if we make a bigger deal of straight A's and they get to have this whole celebration because they got straight A's or get a special right. date, whatever, like their baptism, it should be a day of celebration for bigger. family and friends. Yeah and uh, make it a big deal in your home. Mm-hmm. And especially if they've got younger siblings and the younger siblings get to see like, whoa, this is a huge deal Yeah, um, that my brother or my sister uh, has put their trust and hope in Jesus and has shared that with their church family through baptism. And uh, we want to make it a big deal for our kids. And so more than sports accolades, more than academic achievements, uh, what God is doing in the lives of our children is more significant. So we want to go big, and, and that's an opportunity to feast and party and celebrate with our children. Yeah, that's so good. Great wisdom, as always, Justin. Hey, this has been another City Rev Life podcast episode. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.